Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Hey everyone, it's Craig Shop here with the Ohioan Podcast, and today I am going to be uh, giving you a special treat, the Oscar predictions uh, with the ceremony coming up on Sunday. I'd like to take a look at maybe some of the possible surprises, maybe some of the locks, uh, and then overall just give you a prediction of every single category. Yes, that would also include animated short, live action short, documentary short. We'll give it our best try. Uh, to, to see if we do uh, somewhat well this year. Although I think with COVID kind of wrecking havoc a little bit last year uh, on a lot of movie releases, it could be interesting to see how the awards ceremony plays out. This year, Mank led the way with 10 nominations. I don't really see them winning too many, if any. Uh, I do have predicted them to win one. But uh, I think this year could be the year of Nomadland. Chloe Zhao's uh, terrific uh Drama that uh, takes Frances McDormand on a trip as a nomad across the country uh, as a way of self-discovery and just trying to find her way in the world after the passing of her husband. But uh, looking at each category, there are 23 categories. It looks like they've actually condensed the sound categories from sound mixing and sound editing to just sound, which is maybe a little bit more economical at this point. But I am going to go down the list. I'm going to start uh, with the sort of the lower level categories that maybe you don't quite remember or know too much about, and we'll work our way up to best picture. So we'll start off with something somewhat interesting, best visual effects. Now, I have Tenet winning this category. Again, a lot of the summer blockbusters were kind of null and void last year because of the pandemic. So I think Tenet has an opportunity to sneak into this category, a lot of reverse photography, uh, going backwards and forwards and speeding up. Just an interesting uh, potential for that film. I think it's going to score pretty well with Oscar voters for visual effects. Now, best sound, I'm going to go with Sound of Metal, the uh, drama about the drummer who's losing his hearing. Riz Ahmed is nominated for best actor. Uh, I think this movie probably just a shoe in for best sound. Now, production design, this is the movie that I actually think Mank is going to possibly win for. Uh, it's a 1930s, 1940s, early Hollywood talkies uh, kind of set film, black and white, beautiful production design, really takes you back to that era. Story tells of the stories about Herman Mankiewicz's uh, role in writing one of the greatest movies, movies of all time in Citizen Kane. So I think Mank has a really good opportunity to win for production design. Now, best makeup and hairstyling, I have Ma, Rainey, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, a movie that you can catch right now on Netflix. Uh, you know, 
this is also another one that you probably will see here in the next in a couple categories. But uh, you know, makeup and hairstyling always unique when you're talking about period films, and I think Ma Rainey's is going to have a great shot at the makeup and hairstyling as well. Now, best film editing, I have the Trial of the Chicago Seven, Aaron Sorkin's courtroom drama. Uh, I think that probably has a, a good bet of winning film editing. Usually the best film editing is the film editing you don't necessarily recognize while you're watching a movie. It just seamlessly transitions to the next scene or the next shot or whatever it may be. And it does it in a nice way where you don't, it doesn't bring attention to itself. Usually that's the, the, the type of film that wins in that category. Now, looking at best costume design, I go back to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, uh, Chadwick Boseman, Viola Davis, star in this music drama. Great period piece costuming and hair and hairstyling and makeup, as I said, I think that's going to win for hairstyling and makeup. And I think costume design seems to be a pretty good bet as well. <clears throat> now, getting on to best cinematography, I have Nomadland taking the uh, the win here. Chloe Zhao's film is just beautiful to look at, as you see, uh, you know, beautiful landscapes of the of the Southwest in the United States. You see mountain ranges, you see uh, desolate Nevada territory, just a beautifully subtle kind of masterpiece in filmmaking, but also more importantly, it's beautiful to look at. I think cinematography will go to Nomad Land. Now, best original song, I have Speak Now from the film One Night in Miami. Best original score, I have going to Soul, the Disney Plus uh, animated film. Great score on that film. Kind of a tearjerker at times uh, with the movie. So I think uh, Soul will have a great shot at winning best original score. Now we get to some of the categories I'm a little bit less uh, inclined to know a little bit about. So I kind of take an estimated guess uh, read up, read up a little bit about things and see what other people may say, but then also kind of, you know, read a little bit about the films. And, and if I can watch a trailer, um, if I can't watch the, the, the films as they are, but best live action short, I'm going with feeling through best animated short. I'm going with, if anything happens, I love you. Although Burrow, the Disney Pixar, uh, short feature could possibly win that category, but I think I'm going to go with if anything happens, I love you in that category. Best documentary short, a concerto is a conversation and best document documentary feature. I'm going with the documentary time. Now moving into the best international feature, I am going with Thomas Vinterberg's another round, which has also uh, scored him a nomination for best director. I think that, almost makes it a lock for best international feature. And then best animated feature. I had a little bit of a, of a debate on this one between the movie Soul and Wolf Walkers, the Apple TV Plus movie that got rave reviews towards the end of the year last year. But I think Soul, you know, Academy voters, I think, tend to go with the more prominent, well-known uh, animated features. And I think Soul certainly deserves the, the nomination and could deserve the victory. So I think I'm going to go with Soul. I think the Academy voters are going to look at that and say, that's the movie for us. Now, best adapted screenplay, I'm going with Chloe Zhao's Nomadland. A great, like I said, it's a great film. My favorite film of last year. I think it's going to do pretty well at the Oscars, win several awards. And I do think that it has a great chance of winning best adapted screenplay. Now, best original screenplay, which is probably one of my favorite categories because this is an original work of art. And this year I am picking Emerald Fennell's 
promising young woman. This movie really stuck out to me. I had an opportunity to watch this as a focus feature screener, and it just blew me away. It wasn't a perfect film, but the performance from Carey Mulligan and the script and the direction of Emerald Fennell was just amazing. I'm really hoping that this movie does take original screenplay, and I'd love to see this movie uh, even win a few other awards as well. Now, looking at the big six categories, the big six categories are direction, best picture, and the act in the four acting categories. Now, we're going to start with best supporting actress, and I have Yoo Jung Yoon from Minari. Uh, this is a sort of been a shoe in almost. Uh, she won the SAG Award, uh, and again with Oscars, the Oscar branches. So, in this case, actresses, supporting actresses. You know, the actors are going to vote for their their peers essentially. And having won the SAG Award, I think uh, Yoon is probably a shoe-in to win Best Supporting Actor. Now, supporting or supporting actress, I'm sorry. Now, supporting actor. Speaking of which, I've got Daniel Kaluuya from Judas and the Black Messiah. This was a late entry into the Oscars. Remember, this year you could even extend until February for a release date, and Judas and the Black Messiah was a February release date. And not that it needed to have that lasting image on you from just recent. But Daniel Kaluuya gave an outstanding performance. You could maybe argue that he should have been in the best actor category. But I almost think Warner Brothers did themselves a better service by saying we want Kaluuya in the best supporting actor category because we know he will win that category. And I think he will win that category for his performance in Judas and the Black Messiah. Now, looking at best uh, best actress, I this is a toss up. This is probably a three person race, a three woman race. But I think you could toss up a coin in the air, call it. It could land on anybody at this point. Right now, I'm picking Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Of course, she did win the SAG Award. She does seem to have uh, great ties with the Academy, and I think she'll have a great shot at winning this. But I would not sleep on uh, Frances McDormand for Nomadland or, of course, as I previously mentioned, Carrie Mulligan for her performance in Promising Young Woman. I would love to see Carrie Mulligan win this award. Uh, with Davis and McDormand being previous winners. Not that that's a bad thing, but uh, I'd, I'd really love to see Carrie Mulligan win the Oscar because she, she gives a great performance in Promising Young Woman, and I'd really love to see her take that prize home on Sunday. Now, looking at Best Actor, unfortunately, posthumously, I think Chadwick Boseman is going to win this award uh, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And I think there, you know, there may be some people that say that he only was nominated because he passed away last year. That is not the case. Everybody truly believes that he gave a great performance in this film, and it looks like he will win no matter what. He is the clear frontrunner in that best actor race. Although Anthony Hopkins for The Father could also sneak in there at the bitter end uh, and, and maybe steal one as sort of a you know, lifetime achievement, uh, as, you know, as he's getting older, but he gave a great performance in The Father. And of course, he previously won for Silence of the Lambs as well as playing Hannibal Hector. So now we're down to the final two. Best Director. This seems to me more of a shoe in I think it's going to be Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. I just feel like she has all the momentum. She won the Golden Globe. She's well revered by everybody in the industry, and I think that everybody is going to reward her for a great work of art that she produced with Nomadland. Uh, now, if she does win, which I expect her to, that will make her the first woman of color to win Best Director, which would be a great honor and a great opportunity to hopefully expand the Academy Awards in the future to really highlight 
men and women of color, not just white males that we've seen quite often lately in the uh, Oscar in the Oscar categories. So Chloe Zhao is my pick for Nomadland. And if you didn't know it already, <laughs> uh, best picture, I'm going with Nomadland. Uh, eight nominations this year, uh, eight nominated best pictures, I should say. Nomadland, I think, stands out. Um, there are other films like Minari and Judas and the Black Messiah that have gained some steam. You could probably argue that Chicago, the trial of the Chicago seven is a little bit more of an Oscar darling because of its scope and its, you know, panache. But I just think Nomadland in an understated, you know, understated performances, great photography, great direction, and just a unique story told, I think almost at the right time when we're talking about, uh, the COVID pandemic and how people have kind of adapted their lifestyles. This movie kind of seems like a, a movie for our time. And I, even though it's a little bit more understated than you would normally get for best pictures, I think Nomadland is going to take the, the award home. Um, and this year it's going to be the, the movie that sort of deserves it as opposed to maybe the movie that, you know, got the, the, the most uh, box office return or whatever it may be. Much like what we saw last year with Parasite winning, a lot of people did not expect Parasite to win Best Picture, even though it was the Best Picture last year. Uh, you know, you just wonder sometimes foreign language films don't do great at the Best Picture category. And of course, the scope of, of movies also kind of matters sometimes to these Oscar voters. So there are my 23 picks. Obviously, I'm not going to get them all right. I hope I do. But if I had to pick a couple of locks, in a, you know, especially in that big in the big six categories, I really think the one the one difference could be I don't know about Best Picture because Trial of the Chicago Seven has gained some steam, and a lot of Oscar voters like Aaron Sorkin, the director and writer of that film. Although, I think the one thing that maybe stood out to me was Sorkin was not nominated for Best Director. Chloe Zhao, of course, was. So I kind of give that I kind of give that tiebreaker a little bit to Chloe Zhao, thinking that Nomadland is going to win Best Picture because of that. Um, and then also the biggest lock I think of the night will probably be Chadwick Boseman uh, winning best, uh, you know, best actor for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I think he's a prohibitive favorite, probably, you know, one of the most favored actors to win in, in recent memory. I, I think it's his to lose. And I would be shocked if any other name is called uh, when that category comes up. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, I think also for Judas and the Black Messiah as a supporting actor. I think he's a near shoe in. And then obviously following uh, her win at the SAG Awards, I think Yu Jung uh, Yoon from Minari will win Best Supporting Actor, uh, Actress, I should say. Um, that's probably one of my other locks. Now, what's a category that I'm not really is 100% sold on? Well, aside from some of those documentary shorts, live action shorts, and, uh, you know, animated short, you know, categories where I just have not had a chance some of the, the, the entries, I'm kind of wondering if a movie like Soul beats out Wolfwalkers because a lot of people really loved Wolfwalkers for uh, you know as the potential winner for best animated feature. But I think Soul's going to take it home. But I'm kind of it's it's a fifty fifty toss up to me. I think it could go either way. I would not be shocked if Wolfwalkers wins that that best animated feature award. Although my my rooting interest, I guess, or my money would be on Soul because I really thought that movie was fantastic and deserves the uh, praise from the Academy. But 
as we all know, all these categories could go up in smoke. Who knows what will happen, how Oscar voters have decided. You know, well, it, the biggest interest, I think, to me is, you know, how much how many movies the Oscar voters were able to maybe watch this year because of theaters being closed. Obviously they had a, in like an Academy portal where you could watch, uh, you know, streams of the films, but I'm kind of curious to see if some of the elderly Oscar voters maybe did that, but uh, it'll be an interesting ceremony to say the least. It maybe doesn't have the, the cachet as, as some other ceremonies do with a lot of bigger movies that are out there, but I think it'll still be an interesting ceremony to, to watch and to see, who comes away with winners. There should be some history made, I would think, with Chloe Zhao at the very least. Um, but other than that, feel free to comment on our posts and tell us who you think will win in whatever category you might uh, want to pick up on. And uh, if you have any questions or concerns, just give us a give us a holler and we'll talk to you about it. Well, we love to talk movies and definitely uh, can't wait to see what happens this year at the Academy Awards. This is Craig Shop with the Ohioan Podcast signing off.